Fred Film Radio from Berlin International Film Festival Germany. Fred Film Radio from the 74th edition of the Berlinale Film Festival. I'm Federica Scarpa and today I'm in company of Jorgos Zois, director of Arcadia. Welcome. Uh, thank you very much for having me. First of all, um, can you introduce your film Arcadia for our listeners? Yeah, Arcadia is uh, is a story that um, it's between two worlds, two parallel worlds, and uh, it takes place in this known man's land that fathers and reality belong in the same dimension. So um, it starts uh, with Yanis, who is a former well-respected doctor. He goes into with Katerina, who's a neurologist. They go to identify body uh, that after a tragic car accident but uh, seems things are not what they seem and soon uh, things will take unexpected turn it's hard to talk about yeah. this film without spoiler <laughs> um, so I wanted to ask you where did the idea of this film come from what was the first image you have in mind I I really don't remember the first thing much, but I I always had in my mind that, you know, uh, the feelings that we as people experience with loss, it it can be, um, you know, I think we have all experienced that when we have a loss in our life, it can be a love that we had, you know, a breakup or somebody that has died. This hunts us in a way and we keep carrying them around. So this uh, libo sensation of... Uh, people that they are invisible, but they are so visible because we feel them even if they have gone, I think became the first inspiration for writing the script. Arcadia seems to blur the lines between a reality and the metaphysical uh, with this dreamlike atmosphere. I wondered what challenge did you face in maintaining this balance in the film? Um, the first challenge was not to reveal who is who, you know, in the beginning. So everything seems like a crime story in the beginning. Like, a, But then it goes beyond realism and you understand that the film is something else, you know, not really what happened, but really what the characters are feeling and how they can, how can they get, get rid of their hunting. It's either about the struggle of letting go. But... Uh, Very soon I decided that all of these characters who belong in two different realities, uh, they should act very realistically. Everybody in his own reality, but very realistically. And so, and that's why I think this is an original thing that um, they belong in the same dimension. And I think that's what happens. I think that this is life. We carry our ghosts all the time, you know, as people. What is Arcadia? Look, in the film, Arcadia is the bar. It's a bar that um, at night many people meet from different characters from all parts of life. And uh, there, through the sexual sexual liberation, they contact their inner selves and their memories. So Arcadia is this no-man's land uh, where fantasy and... uh, Reality, truth, and lie, you know, logic and absurdity blend. And there, you cannot really easily distinguish what belongs where. 
But I read that Arcadia is often depicted like an idyllic paradise. Um, But in in your film, it seems like you're trying to subvert this this vision. I can say that, you know, Arcadia has so many meanings. And, uh, you know, it's like you said, an idyllic place that people, animal spirits live in harmony. It's also... Um, it's also a painting in, uh, you know, a very well-known painting that deals with dead, death, and always reminds us the ephemeral of life and the, the that death is inevitable also. So uh, I think all this, Arcadia is also a utopia, you know, it's also a, a single from Lana Del Rey, you know. I mean, it's, a, it's so many things that deal with the utopia. And for me, as you have, since you have watched the film, you see that I, I really like to uh, reverse some concepts that we are used to. So also this is a reverse concept that we are used to because, you know, art lies in suggestion. You, li- you light a certain point of, uh, a certain angle, and this angle suddenly, you know, because lights the different angles and you see a completely new image. So yes, the, I really like in my films, you know, make people think have brain orgasm, you know, feel, uh, and uh, I really hope if, if they leave the cinema, they will be hunted by the film and the film will keep following them. So I really construct it in that way so the film keeps following them. Yeah, that's my goal. Let's see. I'd like to talk uh, uh, with you about the the location yeah. because I find I found very interesting that you set this uh, story in uh, a small coastal town. It, it, it seems winter and uh, everything is like suspended and there's slightly haunted atmosphere. This was a this was a location that. Uh, I did. Uh, I was traveling there, and they always hunted me. And I said, "My God, somebody should make a film here." So if nobody did, so I did it. You know, it's a it's a very hunting location. All, but also, it serves in the film as a very realistic location for the characters because there's a couple, an illegal couple, two secret lovers. So they want to find a refuge. So they find a very beautiful house isolated inside an old resort. And they go there, you know, in winter when nobody can see them. So for me, it's absolutely realistic why they're going there. But at the same time, it gives you a more haunted uh, atmosphere. But that it's, I think it's organic to the film. Can you ask you why the elements of the shoes? The shoes, you know, the shoes is a, such a haunting image. I was always haunted by the image of shoes left in, in the road, you know. It always reminded me of the absence of a body, of a human body. It's like somebody has gone away. So I, I you know, took this for the film because I don't want to spoil much. Uh, but also shoes are the ones, you know, that keep us stuck on earth. You know, it's gravity. They have gravity. They keep us stuck on earth. And sometimes also say a lot of things about our personality. You know, it, it's, there's also this expression, come into my shoes, you know, come to see who I am. So, yeah, it, uh, I think they have to do a lot with existence. This is your second feature film, and um, I was wondering 
What did you learn from your first film that you brought mm. into your second? That's a nice question. It's the first time they ask me this question, so it's nice. I learned that uh, you also have to... The, the film has also to have heart and people to feel them. It's not only the conceptual side of the film. It also, or, or what I'm interested in now, it's also to make high concept with heart. So it's not a concept that it's only intellectual and cool, you know, and cold and distant. It's something that you can really feel inside. So I try to merge these two of them. One last question. Are we hunted or do we hunt our memories? Listen, I think it works both ways, you know. First of all, I think memory is fiction. There's not such thing as an objective memory. We create our memories. Even if we think that we lived something in the past, it's been created in our mind, you know. Uh, so I think it creates, it, it, it becomes both uh, ways. I think we create memories that hunt us. There are some memories that hunt us, but then we create them. And the way we see them has to do a lot if they're going to hunt us forever or, you know, we can liberate from them. Thank you very much. Me too, me too. Thank you very much. Yeah. And this is Fred, the Festival Insider. Fred, Fred, Fred. 24-7 on Fred FM and smartphone app.